Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Today's guest is helping us to discover and celebrate God's design for fun in our lives. We're joined by Annie F. Downs. She is a best-selling author, nationally known speaker, and a podcast host based in Nashville, Tennessee. With her new book, That Sounds Fun, Annie is offering an irresistible invitation to understand the meaning of fun, to embrace it, and to chase it, and to figure out what exactly sounds fun to you, and then do it. She's also going to share with us how we can incorporate God and Scripture into fun. We're going to hear that and so much more today on Connections. Our guest today has an amazing new book. It's called That Sounds Fun, The Joys of Being an Amateur, The Power of Falling in Love, and Why You Need a Hobby. We're joined by Annie F. Downs. Now, we're going to get around to your book in just a little bit. But first of all, we want to get to know Annie F. Downs. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I have been writing, speaking, um, kind of like been in this career for exactly uh, nine years, almost at the start of April. And I have been writing, um, I think this is, That Sounds Fun is my eighth book, I think is right. And I have a podcast also called That Sounds Fun that has been around since 2014. So that's kind of my job and my life here in Nashville. Tell us a little bit about what led you into writing. Well, I kind of didn't have a choice. I grew up (laughs) in a home where we didn't watch TV. We were, it was like play with your sisters, play outside or read. And I would often lean toward reading. Um, One of my grandmothers who I grew up in the same town where like our whole family was. And so I was around family a lot. One of my grandmothers was a librarian and the other grandparents owned a bookstore. Right. And so I just was around (laughs) books my whole life. When I was in university, I actually studied to teach elementary school to teach like nine, 10 year olds. And I did that for the first few years out of college. But then I, as these opportunities started opening up for me to write a curriculum for a youth group or write or speak at a teenage conference or little things like that uh, at the time, I thought I might really be able to try this. And I was in my twenties. I hadn't gotten married yet. I didn't have any kids yet. And I was like, well, if ever a chance that I can try this thing and try to actually make a career out of this, it's when I'm the only one who will be hungry if I can't eat, you know? (laughs) And so that's how it started. And, um, I moved to Nashville in 2008 and my first book did not come out until 2012. I got 47 rejections on my first book. Wow. And, and so it's been a really long journey. I mean, it's been a long time that I've been uh, pursuing this career, but man, I'm, I'm having a good time. Now, 47 rejections to a New York, uh, New York times bestseller. How awesome does that feel? Yeah. I mean, I like it for myself and I really like, of course I do, but I really (laughs) like it for our friends who are listening or watching on the other side who have been paying attention to my life because it's just a reminder that, that things don't happen fast. It's very like slowly, 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 suddenly. And, and so that's been my experience. I mean, I have been, I've been in this career for almost a decade. And I've had multiple books come out and they don't hit the New York Times, but this one did. And so, so it's a, it's a huge honor. I'm so grateful people feel that connected with that sounds fun, the book that it feels like something that they're buying and sharing, but it's also been a really long journey. And I'm glad people can see that uh, it's important to not give up. Yeah. A lot of people can forget about that and get stuck in, in that little rut of, ugh. 
this is not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or like I will, you know, where someone will say, well, I'm, I've gotten five rejections. I'm just not supposed to do this. And, and that may be true. That may be your sign that you're not supposed to, but when you invite your community in, when you listen to yourself, when you listen to God, when you kind of make all these connections and go like, wait, am I just getting rejected or am I meant to walk away? Or is there something else for me here? I think that's important to, to, I mean, scripture says over and over, you know, knock on the door, ask, seek and knock. Right. And so it's so often I will knock one time and then walk away. And I think that there's just really something I've learned in this career that has played out in a lot of places in my life where I go, no, just, just keep knocking, just keep knocking. Let them tell you when to walk away. You don't decide. Yeah. You at least have to try. Uh, Tell us about your book. That sounds fun. Where did the inspiration for this come from? So my podcast started in 2014 and it's called that sounds fun. And the way we got that title is that an fiction author named Ted Decker, somebody on his team asked me if I wanted to interview him. And I was like, well, yeah, of course. I'm a huge fan of his work. I think that'd be so fun. And they said, well, where do you want to release it? And I was like, I mean, I have a blog and I have Twitter. I don't know. And the woman said, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? And I promise you that I just said, that sounds fun. And I was like, that sounds fun. And so I went home and I got on my computer and I looked it up and no one was using that sounds fun yet. And I thought, man, that is exactly right. I say that a lot. I feel that a lot. It is one of the colanders that I send my decisions through (laughs) about whether it's something I want to do or not. It doesn't always win. And it's not the only one, but it is one of the ways I make a decision. And so that's where the podcast started. So for years, I'm almost... 500 episodes in, it's seven years old. We've been asking that same question at the end of every episode, what sounds fun to you? And over the years, I've gotten this huge variety of answers. And as that was happening, particularly in the last two years, I was like, wait a minute, there's more to this. There's something here I don't know. There's, what is it about fun that people light up when I ask them? But a lot of times they also say things like, well, no one's going to think this is fun, but, or there's always just this like little bit of shame attached, Colleen, that is so fascinating. (laughs) And then you go like, wait, why do you feel ashamed about loving that instrument or that sporting event or, or that hobby? I don't understand. And so I wanted to dig into it. And so that's where that sounds fun. The book came from is it really is taking this concept of what sounded fun to all these people and, and dialing it into my own life and figuring out what are the deeper, truer things around fun. It's shocking to me that people are afraid to share what brings them joy because I know, I talk- they say things like what happens is they'll say, I, 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 no one else may think this is fun, but I really love, um, I really love baking or no one else will think this is fun, but I love rock climbing or going to water parks or all, I mean, there's a, you know, hundreds of answers mm-hmm. and, and what it ends up being. And, and when you dial it down and you keep saying, why is that fun to you? Why is that fun to you? So often the answer is, well, when I was a kid, dot, 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 Mm, you know? And, and so because we long for that, we long for that, like innocence and we long for that childhood. A lot of people feel embarrassed about that because it feels immature. Interesting. Right. And so that, that messes with their like, wait, I'm supposed to be a grown up. Why do I still wish I could skateboard? So how do we get people to change that mindset to be in a place where they can enjoy what they, what sounds fun to them? 
Well, we're doing it today for starters, because <laughs> even having a conversation in the ears of people who haven't thought about this in a long time, like even your answer was, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> thought about it. Like, right. So, so what we get to do, even in having these conversations is people read through that sounds fun. What we're getting to do is say to people, um, Hey, this is a conversation worth having. Like even at dinner tonight, if you just sit around and say to people, Hey, what sounds fun to you? It, whether it's your kids or your spouse or the person you're dating or just a group of friends, or maybe you're on zoom having a happy hour with your buddies and saying like, Hey, what sounds fun to you? If, if money didn't matter and if we could all travel and what sounds fun to you and then flip the question. Okay. If money did matter and we're in today where we can't go all the places in the world we'd like to go, or we, you know, the answer can't be at a big concert at an arena right now mm-hmm. and in the U S and so, um, so then the question goes, okay, so what is it like in your life today? What would, what sounds fun to you? And, and you will start seeing people dig into these parts of themselves. They haven't thought about in a long time, like the idea of a grown up skateboarding or the idea of how much people love puzzles or cross stitching or rock climbing, or just walking outside or someone going, I know this is ridiculous, but I love watching birds. You're like, well, that's not ridiculous at all. Birds are beautiful. What a gift, you know? And so it just feels like that's how we get back to this is we get back to what sounds fun to us by talking about it and having these conversations. And this is actually a perfect opportunity because like Mm -hmm. you said, we're, we're stuck at home. We don't have that ability to do all these things and, and to go and do what we used to think was fun. We can get back to the basics, the good old nineties, you know, when yes, internet and all of that business did not exist. Well, I say to people a lot, what you need, I mean, the subtitle of the book is The Joys of Being an Amateur, The Power of Falling in Love, and Why You Need a Hobby. And and scrolling is not a hobby, right? Like (laughs) sitting on your phone and scrolling through Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. Now, Pinterest can lead you to working on your hobby. Mm -hmm. But if all you're doing is scrolling Pinterest, looking at your hobby, you're not actually doing it. And what we need to do is put our phones down and step away. And and what I do a lot, Colleen, is I'll do like, I'll put a podcast podcast on like our conversation or another conversation. I'll put it on in my headphones, set my phone to the side and I'll work on a puzzle or I will cook through a cookbook or I will garden outside or, you know, like you can use your technology, but to be sitting and scrolling for four hours on a Saturday, sure, sure actually won't give you more rest. As I'm talking to you, I'm picturing life right now and the chaos that it is, but it's really not as chaotic as we all seem to think it is. Yeah, we can make right. it simple. That's right. I mean, that uh, two years ago, if we were having this conversation and I t- and you said, okay, Annie, well, what sounds fun to you? I'd have been like, oh, my best friends who live in Scotland, I want to go there. And we haven't been up to the Isle of Skye. And all that is still true. But I don't get to, I don't get to choose that today, right? Like, I can't wait until we get to do that. But today I get to say to you, you know what sounds fun to me today, Colleen? I, it's beautiful outside and I'm working from home today. I would love to go on a walk during lunch. That sounds really fun to me. It will not scratch all the same itches, but it will answer the same question today. And that's what's important. Yeah, I'm enjoying watching the squirrels walk across the cold, frozen yeah. power line outside of my house right now. That's actually enjoyable, believe right. it or not. Um, how do we incorporate scripture and God into all of this? Well, for starters, I think if we look at Jesus's life, it is pretty much a, a, a practice in choosing what sounds fun. Now, not everything, obviously. I mean, he and not everything in my life is fun. Not everything in your life is fun. I had someone ask me the other day, like, 
how do I have fun while I'm dealing with the red tape of starting a new nonprofit? And I was like, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> I was like, release yourself from always having fun. But look at Jesus's life. He's invited to parties, dinner parties all the time. He is at a wedding. So, and, and it, it particularly says in John, when it talks about Jesus being invited to a wedding, it says, um, Mary was invited, his mother, and Jesus and his disciples were invited too. That means that the people throwing that wedding were going, you know who we want to have here? Jesus and his boys. They are so fun to have at a wedding. (laughs) And kids loved being around him. And so all that tells me, if you described a person like that and didn't tell me who it was and said, is that person, do people think they're fun? I'd be like, well, yeah, kids don't like people who aren't fun. Of course, that person's fun. And so when we look at Jesus's life, we can see he was walking and hanging out with his friends and, and he was out on boats and, and he was doing stuff that he thought was fun too. And as John says at the end of John, if they wrote down every single thing Jesus did, there wouldn't be enough books in the world to hold it. And so there's so much we still get to learn about Jesus as, as we carry on into eternity, right? But, but God often tells us throughout scripture, like, rejoice in the Lord. I mean, we find joy all the time. And, and someone, I think you probably know my friend, Lauren Daigle, mm-hmm. um, the other day she was on my podcast and, she, and I said, tell me the difference between joy and fun. And she said, joy is the feeling and fun is the action. Now I know joy is deeper than feeling, right? Like joy is an actual, like fruit of the spirit. But I thought that was a really interesting way to separate it. Cause when we read about joy in the Bible, like the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's a deep thing inside of us. And, but what we can do is activate the actions of doing something fun as simple as cross stitching or a puzzle or playing a sport outside or playing the piano that will start activating the joy that is in us. The action is the fun, the change change in our hearts is the joy. One thing that I liked that I heard in one of your interviews was when you were talking about the whole aspect of being an amateur and just yeah. allowing your hobby to remain as a hobby and not something that you turn into a career. Yeah, it's such a challenge, right? We, when we, especially when you are in a community that celebrates success or a community that is brave or a community that is, uh, that is active where they go like, Oh, well, if, if you're going to do a great job making those cookies, let's sell those cookies. If you're going to, if you're going to, uh, sew blankets for kids when, when your friend's kids are born, why don't we sell those on Etsy? Right? Like <laughs> immediately we're able to brainstorm up ways that we should take this thing that we've been doing for fun and make it a thing we should get paid for. And sometimes that's right. But the, the thing, the, really the only thing you should be a professional at is your job. Stay amateur at everything else. I think it's it's a great tip for parenting. I think it's a great tip for relationship when you're in a romantic relationship. I think it's a great tip for friendship of like, Hey, guess what you have never done today and neither have they like you've never parented your kids today. You have wisdom and expertise going into today, but today's brand new. And today's going to offer you things that you haven't ever led through before. I think about this a lot in my company where I'm the leader of my company of like, man, it is okay. I, I, I know a lot, but I don't know everything. And so the, the joys of being an amateur is it helps you have courage to try something new, to make a mistake. I mean, the center of that sounds fun. My hope when people read this book is that they feel a ton of permission to be themselves. 
like what you like, fall in love with the hobbies you fall in love with, do what you want to do as far as how you spend your time and create your hobbies and be an amateur at things. Be okay if you're not good at everything you try. Everything you're good at today, you did you did the first time at some point. We just forget that, don't we? We forget that like, oh yeah, I'm really good at typing, but I had to take a typing class in high school. Like everything that we're good at today, we had to do for the first time, not that long ago. Go back to the good old simple ways. One thing I really love about your book is actually the cover because I've been listening to you talk and I'm often seeing the images on that book and they're relating to exactly what you're saying to me at the moment. Yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, my friend Matt Lehman, who's an incredible graphic designer, did the book. And it just has this fee. I did the book cover. I did the book. <laughs> just to be clear. Um, but I do, I every cover he does for me, I say often to people, please judge this book by the cover. <laughs> I would love for you to judge it by the cover. But yeah, he read the book and really felt this like, cyclical feeling like look at this is a this is a cycle in life this is a circle thing and and pulled in some of my favorite things and oh I just I absolutely love it I feel like it tells the story of the book beautifully on the cover for people who want to learn more about you about your book about your podcast and everything else you've got going on how can they go about doing that Oh, the it's I'm embarrassingly easy to find Colleen. I'm Annie <laughs> F Downs everywhere. The F is in fun. So Annie F Downs all over the place. That is how you can find me. And the book that sounds fun is in every sort of bookstore, your favorite local bookstore. That's always my first stop. And then you can go online and get it there as well. Target stores have a special edition. Barnes and Noble has some autographed ones. And then the podcast that sounds fun releases a couple of shows every week. So you can just look for that sounds fun in your favorite podcast app. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It was genuinely fun. So much fun. And thank you so much for joining us. Remember, if you want to listen to this interview again, here's some bonus material even. You can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Colleen Hood and Mike Tom. You can find that podcast at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review while you're there. We'll talk to you again on Connections.